Senator, I believe if you can defeat a strategic adversary and not use United U.S. troops, you're at the acme of professionalism because letting the Ukrainians defeat that, it takes, an op it takes a strategic adversary off the table and then we can focus where we should be focusing against our primary adversary, which is China at this time. Uh, and I, and I, the concern I've got is I don't think we need to put American troops there. And if we fail in this, we may have to fight another European war. I don't really understand this. I mean, Biden thinks it's good and okay for the United States to arm Ukraine to the teeth, to arm Taiwan to the teeth. But if China happens to send like one shipment of lethal weapons to Russia, then apparently they've crossed Biden's red line and we have to wage an all out sanctioned warfare against China, an eventual war against China. It isn't supposed to make sense. There's no way you can make it make sense. It's simply how the deep state is going to convince the American public or try to convince the American public that we should risk or jeopardize the lives of young men and women all across this country to wage a war against China. You think that's stupid, right? It is stupid. I mean, you don't have to be a brainiac or a military expert uh, to understand that this is stupid, but... I have talked to a military expert about this, and he happens to agree with all of you that, yes, this is very stupid. I had on the show, uh, you know, not too long ago, Colonel Douglas McGregor, who is senior, was the senior advisor to President Donald Trump's secretary of defense. And this is what he had to say about the idea of war with China. The idea of going to war with them is pretty stupid. It's not a, a big win for us. Could we sink uh, Chinese vessels? Of course we could. What difference is that going to make in the long run? Yeah, You're not going to go ashore in that country. The whole idea of a military confrontation with China is something that we should put on the shelf and forget. Yeah, I agree. The whole idea of a military confrontation with China is something we should put on the shelf and forget. I agree. Unfortunately, no one in the United States government feels the same way. Blinken has issued a warning to China. Top U.S. diplomats at Washington would not hesitate to target Chinese companies or individuals who violate its Russia sanctions. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has again warned China of implications and consequences should it contribute lethal aid to Russia and its conflict with Ukraine. Because, again, the United States can do it to Taiwan. The United States can do it to Ukraine. My God, the United look at what the United States is doing with Taiwan right now. With Taiwan, they're literally saying, let me pull this up because I thought I had this here. Um, thought I had this here. Look at this. So they can do it to Taiwan, they can do it to Ukraine, but China can't do it with Russia, one of their biggest strategic and economic and military partners. No, that would be crossing a red line. But the United States can, in fact, approve $619 million of F-16 missile sales for Taiwan. The U.S. has approved more than $20 billion in arms sales for Taiwan since 2019. Deals that China strongly opposes, of course. Of course. So um, the question would be, why on earth are you sending $619 million worth of F-16 missile sales to Taiwan if you don't want war with Taiwan? We don't want war with Taiwan. We simply want China to respect Taiwan's independence. Independ oh, did we say independence? We meant uh, strategic ambiguity. Because, of course, the policy that's been on the books since the late 70s for the United States surrounding Taiwan has been the one-China policy which explicitly states that Taiwan is 
not a government unto its own. It's part of China and it's governed by the sole government in China, which is Beijing. One China policy. That's what it says. That's why there's no Taiwan embassy in the United States. That's why there's no Taiwan embassy in the United Kingdom and in Australia or really any country for that matter. Okay. Every country on the face of the planet, with the exception of like 14, and that number is going down. I mean, Nicaragua this year said that they recognize the one China policy and that Taiwan, their own version of the one China policy and that Taiwan is but part of China and Beijing controls it. I mean, 85% of the people in Taiwan say that they support the status quo, one China policy. Only about, I think it's like 7% say they support reunifying or breaking free. And then um, the rest say they support reunifying directly with China. Okay, but what the United States is doing is going to cause a military confrontation. And eventually, just like with Russia, eventually going to be taking Ukraine. China will fully reunify with Taiwan. Okay, so um, this is really scary where we're headed. And, you know, no one's really being quiet about this. No one's hiding this. I mean, take a look at this right here. Just now, the committee on China was interrupted by people who were saying China's not our enemy. Necessary to counter CCP aggression and rebuild America's and the free world's competitive advantages. I love it also. Anytime you hear them say CCP, you know you're getting a load of garbage propaganda regarding China. It's called the CPC, the Communist Party of China. If you hear them say CCP, just instantly know this is like a Nancy Pelosi style take about China. Okay, it's complete bullshit. So of course, you know, the person saying no war with China, China is not our enemy, gets thrown out of this and probably arrested uh, because, you know, war makes too much money not to arrest people. Yeah, yeah. So look at this. There's protests in China right now after the U.S. spy plane flies through the Taiwan Strait. I mean, yeah, China needs to protect their own sovereignty. The U.S. is sending warships through the Taiwan Strait, spy planes through it over the South China Sea. It's very, very scary. And even more scary is this. Taiwan was just encouraged by the United States to criminalize spreading rumors during wartime. The Taiwanese Defense Ministry has proposed up to three years in prison for people who spread false information during war. To combat disinformation, of course, just like Zelensky is combating disinformation in Ukraine by disappearing any and all opposition parties, critical media, churches, religious groups, average citizens that might question him, citizens that simply speak Russian, members of the Roma community. Yeah, we need to combat the disinformation during wartime, so we're going to criminalize it. Well, that's just a, that's just a, straight out of the textbook of Nazi fascism. And that's what the U.S. is encouraging them to do in Taiwan right now. now. The reason why, of course, is they want war with China. It couldn't be any more clear. It couldn't be any more clear. Take a look at this clip from Fox News. Gonzalo Lira says, the American war with China will start in 2025. Sanctions will start this year, then seriously escalate in 2024. As the sanctions wind up hurting the U.S. more than China, there will be growing hysteria culminating in war. Just the last few minutes, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin putting out a brand new warning on China. It's a letter to the force, meaning all of the troops serving under our flag. And he makes it clear that China is the military's top priority. Quote, an increasingly aggressive... I just saw someone say in the live chat, Epoch Times pushed the CCP thing. Yeah, e Epoch Times is the biggest bullshitter on the planet surrounding China. They're literally full on gong. 
they're literally it's cia full and gong do not trust a word they say about china if you want the if you want the most steaming pile of bullshit regarding china go to the epoch times is trying to reshape the international rules-based system to suit its authoritarian preferences this is a generational challenge and the department will rise to meet it welcome back just the last few minutes, Defense Secretary yeah. Lloyd no Austin putting out a brand here, Here's new the thing. No one in the American public is asking the Department of Defense to rise to the, the challenge of China. What an average American say is we want a, a flourishing world. We want what uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln's economic advisor, what was his name? Why am I blanking on his name right now? That guy was so based. Henry Carey. Henry Carey. He said... You know, we want a world of industrialization. At the time, Henry Carey envisioned a world of industrialization, cooperative growth with superpowers. He thought the superpower was going to be Germany, creating, you know, transcontinental railroad, um, expanding the productive capabilities, the industrial growth of nations uh, in unison, lifting the global masses out of poverty. That's what China's focused on right now. They've lifted uh 800 plus million people out of extreme poverty over the last 40 years through their very aggressive five-year plans of uh, economic um, industrialization and growth, particularly in the regions of Xinjiang, Tibet, Mongolia, all these regions, uh, you know, rural regions that had a lot of poverty. That's what they're doing. The United States, we have, you know, more poverty than ever before. We've got like more than half the country that lives paycheck to paycheck, has no health care. We got 68,000 people that die every year because we don't have health care for everyone. Uh, you know, we, we have we're spending one hundred and twenty billion dollars on a government that's putting people like me, an American citizen who's 23 years old and I have a YouTube channel on a kill list. Uh, needless to say, our priorities are not in order. You look at San Francisco, you look at L.A., you look at New York. You see how many homeless people are on the streets? You see how many people are resorting to crime to simply keep themselves amused or stay alive? You see the hysteria day by day in cities all across the country. You look at what's happening in Chicago. You look at what's happening in New Orleans. You look at what's happening in rural America. Forgotten, completely forgotten. Completely forgotten. Our priorities are so out of lockstep, or their priorities are so out of lockstep with the American public. They think the American public wants us to rise to the occasion of the Chinese government, okay? I mean, look at this. This is retired General Keith Kellogg, an ex-advisor to Mike Pence, snake, saying it's the acme of professionalism to use Ukraine to fight Russia because that takes a strategic adversary adversary off the table without using any U.S. troops. And then we can focus on our primary adversary, which is China. So. They're literally saying that they're just using this whole Ukraine business not to liberate Ukraine and protect the Ukrainian people. No, they're sacrificing hundreds of thousands of men's lives and boys' lives in an effort to weaken Russia so they can take on China, which is their number one enemy, number one baddie. Take a listen to this right here. I mean, this is, this is just quite something. Ex-Senator, Senator, I believe if you can defeat a strategic adversary not using any U.S. troops... You're at the acme of professionalism because letting the Ukrainians defeat that, it takes an op it takes a strategic adversary off the table. And then we can focus where we should be focusing against our primary adversary, which is China at this time. Uh, and I, and I, the concern I've got is I don't think we need to put American troops there. And if we fail in this, we may have to fight another European war. It'll be the third time. And, and I don't think we should do that or need to do that as well. Oh. Ex-Senator, Senator. Senator. What, what, a, what a kind, benevolent leader.
What a kind, benevolent analyst of the situation. I don't think we should or need to uh, place American troops in Ukraine. We can simply, we can simply send all the Ukrainians and Eastern Europeans, you know, the Polish, of course. They owe us a big favor. We can send them all in on this suicide mission to weaken Russia. And then we'll take on China on our own. And we haven't figured out how, but we will. <laughs> we'll sink a few PLA ships and then our entire Navy fleet will be tanked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putin says, why did this granny have to trudge to Taiwan in order to provoke China into some actions? And this is at the same time when they cannot settle relations with Russia due to what is happening in, in Ukraine. This is simply crazy. I, uh, yeah, I agree. Simply crazy. What's happening with China, Taiwan, Ukraine, all this stuff. The United States wants war, not peace. And the rest of the world is absolutely in shock. Thanks for watching that episode of The Dive. If you enjoyed what you saw, be sure to drop a like, subscribe, comment below, and be sure to share this video with your friends. Also, my YouTube channel has now been permanently demonetized by YouTube because of the truth that we tell here. For that reason, I'm asking you to join as a supporter on my Locals community, which you can find linked below in the description of this video or in the comment section. When you join as a donor on Locals, you get access to my weekly private live streams, all of my private content, and the opportunity to ask questions to the guests that I bring here on our show, such as Glenn Greenwald, Colonel Douglas McGregor, and Ron Paul. Thanks for watching. Thank you for your support. I'll see you back here next time.